0: Rick what you doing working on a new portal gun? Uh, hey Mori listen don't bother me while I listen to my m- to my new favorite podcast podcast oh what's a podcast Rick what did I just say Mori you never listen Mori this is why I had to make your hamster disappear when you were six uh oh, you just don't listen Morty. you you what nothing Morty. forget it forget all that uh, listen. YOU HAVE TO CHECK OUT THIS PODCAST CALLED TAMING THE WOLF. IT'S HILARIOUS, MORI. IT'S BETTER THAN any, ANY EPISODE OF TEEN MOM. Jeez, RICK, I uh, DON'T KNOW. THIS SORT OF FEELS LIKE like SOME KIND OF AN ADVERT. Uh, STOP BEING A LITTLE BITCH, MORI, AND go, GO TO THE TAMINGTHEWOLFSHOW.COM. THAT'S TAMINGTHEWOLFSHOW.COM. OR LISTEN TO IT EVERY MONDAY ON, on ALL YOUR FAVORITE PLATFORMS. OH, AND CONSIDER JOINING THEIR PATREON. Uh, they have different tiers that start as as little as, as one dollar a month. Oh, geez, this really feels like an ad Rick. are we are we are we selling out Rick? Yes, Mori. Uh, we are selling the fuck out. Uh, first Nintendo, then our old sauce and now some irrelevant podcast that just sent me a check to say this. Uh, I'm selling Rick yeah.
1: The show you're about to hear is meant for mature audiences. Who cares? Fuck you, why don't you change my diaper?
0: You're a piece of shit, This shit. is Taming the Wolf. You want
2: to get Dum Dom? Immaturity in its purest form.
0: Hosted by Adam, the White Wolf. Hey, motherfucker, I appreciate it. And co-hosted by Chris, the Caramel Coyote. I have the body of
1: Mr. Miyagi. Four, three, two, one. Welcome to Taming the Wolf, episode 16. If you are new to this program, the first half is nonsense. So look in the description of the episode to find the time code for the topic. This week's topic is Fire Festival. Oh, yes! <laughs> I saw the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Adam, the White Van Slip-Ons. This is my co-host,
3: Chris, the brown stain on your mattress you forgot about last summer.
1: So, to start it off, this episode is supposed to be last week's episode. Didn't happen for a multitude of reasons. I'm going to hand it over. To my co-host here So one of the There was a a couple of reasons
3: But one of the main ones Was uh, I recently lost A really really close And good friend of mine He actually uh, Passed away Because of um, He got into a car crash Head on collision He was drinking and driving So um, I'm not trying to make this Very morbid The beginning of this show But I do want to say A couple things Especially about drinking And driving um, I myself have been an idiot. I'm done. It. I think we all have. Anyone can say that. Anyone that drinks can say that they've drink, drink, drink drove. I've never done it. Hey, fucking liar. <laughs> I've witnessed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've done it.
3: But um, uh, on a serious note, though, guys, like you know, it, it's something definitely to think about. You know, it doesn't hit home until it's someone you know, and, and uh like it really bothered me for the the beginning of the week. I couldn't, I couldn't record. I was just too fucked up. He's a good friend of mine, so. With that being said, I think, you know, just just think about what you're doing, man. Like, fucking Uber's a thing. Get a fucking taxi. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? And tell your friends you love them, because you never know when it could be their last minutes on
1: earth. R.I.P. R.I.P. Liam. R.I.P. Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> you're but great in Thor.
3: That being said, let's get away from the depressing shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, so... We're gonna start off talking about we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple things before we get into the Fire Festival. <laughs> but the first thing I've been on a documentary spree. Damn, so you've been watching some dirty shit. I started off watching the Fire Festival. I watched both. I watched the Hulu one and the Netflix one. I only saw the Netflix one. And um they both they're both interesting. I can't remember which one had the We'll get into it when we talk about it, but um, I think I know what you're gonna talk about it's the Netflix one.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I watched the Ted Bundy. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. How is that? Yeah, I don't want to get into it too much because we could eventually do it on uh, on Manifest, but it was. Uh, I like stuff like that. I like when they delve deep and uh, really explain in detail, like the inner workings of someone like him. Very fascinating man is disturbing very disturbing, cuz they're all like his they're all like these tapes that no one heard this journalist um this journalist uh went to like his prison before he uh got executed and he just there's like a part where he, where he, he talks about how like he got him to finally uh like open up cuz he like tricked him basically and got him to speak in third person so that he couldn't that none of this could be like used in court so it was more of like Tell me how you think a guy like this would would do something like this. So he basically like laid it all out, but just said it in the third person. But what does it matter though? You're already fucking getting executed. Who gives a fuck? Because <laughs> it's one of those things where he literally up until the very very end he played the card that he didn't do it. <laughs> Come on, dude. And then I think like the day before, because he was trying, he he kept fighting to get stay stay of executions to put off his execution. The very last thing he tried to do to get another, because it was the day before the day, I think it was the day before, he um, he uh, said, uh, you know, I've killed way more people than you guys even know about. And the only way you're going to find their bodies is if I tell you, and you're not going to find out if I'm dead. So it's kind of, you know, it's fucked up, but it's interesting because it's, it's a whole thing. Like, uh, girls loved him because they found him a trap. I, I, I personally think he looked like a goblin, but yeah i don't know what the whole the (laughs) zach efron movie looks dope though i'm gonna go see
3: it yeah for sure i think he he was very weird because he was such a well-spoken man and i think that's the creepy thing about him is that he's a believable guy
1: yeah he was in a he you know what is he a sociopath he's a sociopath right he's everything really he's psychopath sociopath he's a narcissist he's everything he was into politics he was going for his law degree he's fucking incredibly smart um But that just shows you, you know, a well-spoken white man can, you know, slip through the legal system. And I completely forgot that he he, uh, he escaped twice. He escaped twice? I thought he escaped once. First time he jumped out a window. I know that. That's the one I know. The second time he purposefully didn't eat his food. So he dropped like, I forget how much the weight was. It was like 20 or 30 pounds. And he was able to slip through a vent. Because there was an apartment up top of the jail, so he lost weight so he could fit through, and they slipped up there, changed his clothes, and walked out. What the fuck? Yeah, and then I, I think uh, I forget where they were, but he like ran into the mountains, and he like became so delusional, so he ended up going back because he had like no food, he couldn't survive out there, so he went back to the town and they arrested him.
3: Fucking idiot. I would have
1: just stayed out there and died in the woods. Yeah, I would have died in the woods. I don't know what he was doing. But, uh.
3: The first time he broke, I like broke in a sorority and, like, fucking massacred. That's at the
1: end. Because at the end, he starts to lose it. Like, he's a very methodical person. He calls his persona the entity. Once he starts to open up about it, he calls it the entity. It's like a different side of him. It's this voice in his head that speaks to him, tells him to do these horrific things. So, at the end, when uh, he realizes that the walls are starting to close, once he escapes again, he starts to go pretty much, like, off the rails, and he becomes super sloppy, and he goes from literally one to the other, and then he, like, kills this 12-year-old girl, like, rapes her. It's disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. He literally got what... what Probably should have got his head chopped off. Honestly, I thought she, really he did a twelve year old. I don't thought he did older women. One of his, one of his final, and he didn't like talking about it. One of his final kills was this twelve year old girl that was walking, I think, home from school. And he like you know, a sick fuck. Yeah, she was the only one. She was the only one of that age. Like he always went after like the. The, older, older. the college like yeah so that was the but that was like to show you that he was like you know basically fucking too far gone at that point I wonder what
3: what what does it you just get that blood hunger you know what I'm saying that blood lust and it just can't stop
1: well like, watch the documentary it's on Netflix
3: yeah no I'm, I am gonna watch it it's just I haven't the thing is I haven't had time because I just started watching this other show that Netflix just released it's called Kingdom it's about like these fucking samurai clan and like the Shogun leader gets bit or some shit, and he gets infected, and it's like a zombie outbreak happens, and now they're trying to gather other Shogun clans to like stop the fucking outbreak. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's really good.
1: Yeah, there's um. <clears throat> Netflix is stepping it up, man. Lately, documentaries. I don't think they're doing very good. They have me. They have my interest with the Last Kingdom. But that's about it. Oh, I can't. Because they're gonna absolutely destroy The Witcher, and that's what? just a crime against humanity.
3: When is it? Uh, when is the new season dropping for The Last Kingdom? Do you know? Uh, Probably next year. When did three come out? That was recently.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was two thousand
3: eighteen. Oh shit! I thought that was just like.
1: No, when we did it, it was literally been out for maybe a month or two.
3: Oh shit! I didn't even know.
1: Yeah, I found like I said, I found it on Instagram. We did a whole episode on it. I think it was two episodes ago or something like that.
3: Yeah, two episodes ago. I I cracked out
1: to it, man. I watched the whole thing like a week, two weeks. Fourteen. I think it was episode fourteen. But um, he tries to play it off like he had a normal upbringing and stuff. But who hey, uh, this guy Ted Bundy? Yeah, most of them don't notice. It always
3: centralizes around like molestation or yeah, it's sex, abuse, sex,
1: sexual things. I don't want to get in get into the whole thing because, like I said, we may touch on it at some point and manifest. But to move on from that, um, I think I watched a Ted Bundy. And when I watch stuff like that, I get really into that category. Yeah, that and they're really well done. They're really high quality, you know, production value, great um HD. It's just it's just really well done. So it makes me want to watch more. So I like looked up just to see like what documentaries are out there because I watched a lot and uh everyone kept talking about this movie Dear Zachary. The fuck is that? <sighs>
3: down the rabbit hole we go yeah
1: (laughs) just telling my brother about it so everyone so i'm looking up you know documentaries and i wanna i've seen documentaries about zodiac i've seen documentaries about um the ice man the unabomber ted kaczynski the ice man i mean i've watched a lot of them and some of them were terrible some of them are good but like everyone's like just documentary-wise, you have to see this movie, Dear Zachary. And the way they explain it to you, because they don't want to spoil anything, is they, they go, it's about, it's about a bunch of friends that are making this documentary for their buddy's son so that when he grows up, he knows what his dad was like. And I'm like, that sounds cool, but that's not what I want to watch. That sounds real sad. And they're like... But it's got a twist. And you have to watch the movie to get the twist. Now, if you've never watched Dear Zachary, I'm going to spoil it. Because I have no other way of explaining emotion or anything. So, so, I guess I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> you're honestly better off. Because I truly wish... I'm glad I watched it, but I truly wish I didn't watch it.
3: Is it that sad? What the fuck happened?
1: <laughs> so, the the way... The, mo- the way this documentary paints it is it starts out and it's like this really happy go lucky. Like they're talking about this guy, Andrew, uh, how great of a guy he is, all this stuff that's like, and it's edited in a, ter- it's a it's really weird. It's like really quick images and it's like, and I'm like, and it gets to a point and I'm like, I'm about to shut this fucking thing off. I'm like, I don't know what these people are talking about. I don't want to watch this. This is horrible. This is one of the worst documentaries I've ever seen. It's four by three. It's like not HD. So right off the gate, I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit. It looks like it was something filmed in the fucking 90s. And they talk about this guy, Andrew. who He was a med student and he goes on to be a doctor. And he meets this woman named Shirley. And Shirley is an older woman. She's 40 nice and andrew is like 28 oh yeah he he meets her because his fiance not not his fiance his girlfriend dumps him maybe fiance i don't remember it's getting good so she dumps him so he's like heartbroken and she was his his ex was like i was really happy originally that he met shirley because i just wanted him to get over me and you know, I didn't want him to think about me and be hurt by me too much. Cause she's like, I really like him. You know, we were still really close friends, but I knew, I know he was hurt. So everyone, you know, he would tell everyone like, this is the best I can do is this 40 year old <laughs> woman. And they said like, she was very, very strange. She was very sexual. She didn't act like a 40 year old. And so they go on, you know, first of all, uh, I, I think if you, if, If you, I don't want to spoil it. So if you plan on fuck that, spoil it. Yeah, yeah, I will. But if you plan on listening to it, stop listening to it here. Skip ahead like twenty minutes, because I think that's all it will take for me to get through this. Twenty minutes, goddamn. Fifteen. Let's call fifteen. So what ends up happening is Andrew dies. Fuck. He gets shot. I believe in the back of the head. And I think... Execution style? Yeah. Up close. Really gruesome shit. So, uh, basically, it all comes back to Shirley. Because he was trying to dump her. And uh, to make a long story short, she ended up going crazy. Basically. And the, the bullets, the type of gun... Uh, the person that he was supposed to meet, it all lines up with Shirley. She had the gun. She went to learn how to shoot the gun. It all lined up for Shirley. So, uh, uh, they basically, the, the parents, the whole thing really focuses a lot on the parents of Andrew. So, the parents basically, you know, try to go after her for murder. She's from Newfoundland, Canada. So, Uh, Once all that goes down I'm butchering it But you know Whatever You'll get the gist of it She goes to Newfoundland And then they find out Through A couple people That Shirley's Four months pregnant And it's Andrews Oh yeah So Some Jerry Springer shit So the guy she killed She's now Carrying his baby And she's all Doing this All while going to court over his death
3: she killed him right
1: yeah it was her to make a long story short okay but you know it was her and in the documentary they show you what appears to be andrew's son and this guy and the guy's crying because he's one of andrew's closest friends and uh the kid that appears to be andrew's son asks him why he's crying he's like i'll tell you you know when you're older just terrible woman named shirley which you're led to believe is his mother. <clears throat> so they're going to they're going to court, they're battling. She eventually gives birth and the parents are devastated that they lost their son. But they also uh they they Wait, wait,
3: wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's the little kid if she's still pregnant?
1: No, no, she gives birth. Oh, okay. And he's a lazy. so she gives birth to Andrew's son. Okay. It's Andrew's son. One hundred percent Andrew's son. Okay. So if you're not if you're not talking, keep the mic away from you. There you go. Can you hear me breathing? A little bit, yeah. Um <laughs> so she gives birth, so now the parents have they wanna fight for don't put it down. What do you want? I'm, I'm trying to drink. Well, I need <laughs> your interject, your co host. So so they're they're basically trying to fight for custody and now that she's being tried for murder and she actually is now arrested, she starts playing ball with them in terms of allowing them custody, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, they're fighting to get basically, basically they're fighting to get her sent to prison for killing Andrew. But they also have to play nice with her because they're trying to get custody for his son. What a sick fucking game. It's so fucked up. I'm butchering it. It's like always, but it's so fucked up. So they're fighting to get custody for this kid. And as the court proceedings and everything goes on, they start to come up with visitation. There's supervised visitation. At one point, she actually gets sent, I believe, to jail. So they have custody of the child she relinquishes custody of the child for them for for the time that she's in there and then one of the judges cuz it's canada one of the judges lets her out yeah of course <laughs> fucking canadians and in canada the way it works with the bail system is it could be a million dollar bail you don't have to pay a cent of that bail you don't have to prove that you can pay a cent of that bail you literally can just post bail I'm out of here, eh? Cuz that's Canada. Of course, Canada's laws are all fucked up. And then the judge stated in her report, I seen although it was a calculated, it was basically the basically the judge said although it was a calculated uh basically a calculated murder against someone, it was a, a basically a crime of passion, Unreal. so she poses no threat Unreal. to anyone else because the person that she had an issue with is gone. That's basically what the judge said in this fucking document. It's so, what year is this? Up.
3: What year is this fucking shit going on?
1: <sighs> I don't know. I want, I want to say like mid two thousands, maybe late two thousands. Fucking, uh, it's not even recently anymore. We're old men now. Yeah. So maybe like 2000, I want to say it looks like 2006, 2007. That's probably what it is right around that time. That's so unreal. So all while all this is going on, the guy's doing this documentary, uh, just just going across all these people that had something to do with Andrew and it's like very it be, it be turns 360 and it becomes like this such an interesting well done documentary like it completely flips and there's like very few movies that have ever done that to me where I would start watching it and I'm just like this is terrible and then I go this is amazing no no
3: country for old men and you know, that's the reverse <laughs>
1: so uh, so once she gets released she has full custody of the the child again. I'm fucking real. She got custody off the bat and, uh, fix it. Canada. Fuck. So she keeps him in Newfoundland and they end up moving to Newfoundland. Great. The parents, cause they the have, parents. they have no money. They have nothing, but they move to Newfoundland cause they're trying to trying to get this kid. And, uh, they're trying to prove that she's, you know, she's an unstable person and they have all these phone calls Where she's crying on the phone because she doesn't have money to pay for diapers and uh, and food and stuff, and the father's like, "Listen, he's like, stop crying. He's like, I'm gonna go to the store right now. I'm gonna get. He can't go hungry. She's like, I don't want to ask, but he's, you know, he's not gonna have this thing. And the and the father's literally just trying to tell her to like cut your shit. I'm gonna drop off the stuff. He can't go without this." No matter what's going on between us, that has nothing to do with this kid. And she would, like, ask him, uh, ask the parents, like, oh, is Andrew's hair like this? The kid's name's Zachary. So she would ask questions like, oh, did his hair look like this when he was younger and stuff? Fuck. And they shut it all. They would shut down, and they'd be like, listen, you know, you got to talk to lawyers and stuff when it comes to that. Like, don't talk about that stuff. (laughs) They're, They're so... They were so by the book. It's amazing. Ask the lawyers what his hair look like. <laughs> so it's the, here's where the <laughs> fucked up part, right? This is where the fucked up part comes in.
3: Kind of see where this is going.
1: So what ends up happening is she beats this guy and... She beats him or... She meets this guy. Oh, okay. She meets this guy. I forget where she was, but she meets this guy and uh, she starts to, you know, flirt with this guy and stuff and one of his buddies Googles her name. And it pops up that she's she has murder charges for this guy that she killed. Nice. So the guy asks her about it, and she basically like loses her mind. So she starts to do what she did with Andrew, and go crazy, leave like forty million voicemails. She went to his house and like left like a tan. She told him that she was pregnant with his kid, and that you know he needs to be in the picture and all this crazy stuff. Bro, this is why I'm single. <laughs> And uh, Jesus Christ. Like the guy doesn't answer. She goes to his house, leaves a picture of her and Zachary and like a tampon.
3: That's fucking nasty. Crazy stuff. I used one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she ends up driving to I forget where. And uh, she basically ties Zachary with a sweater to her and she jumps into the ocean and she kills her and Zachary, the baby. And I was I was bawling Because they do such a better job And I just breezed past everything and, she, But I was crying
3: She killed herself and the baby
1: She killed herself and the baby Because there's a part in the phone conversation Where she's talking to Andrew's mother And she's like Because cause Zachary starts to like Andrew's His grandmother more than his mom like, they'd be in certain situations, and Zachary would go to her instead of his mom, Shirley. So she's on the phone. She's like, you're trying to replace me. ba 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 And it's it's like, how evil do you have to? And it's like, it comes from left field, dude. Like, you don't see it coming because he, he's so clever because he puts that little th- Remember when I said there was that kid that you're, you're he kind of looks like him, too. And you believe that that's Zachary and that this whole entire movie is called Dear Zachary is made. For, so you think that the, you know. He grows up and shit. No, he dies. And then he, it's even more fucked up. I mean, it's 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 good when you think about it. She gave him something that basically puts him to sleep to calm him. And so that when he did drown, he didn't suffer. He just, you know, ceased living. I can't even explain to you, like, how hard I was crying. <laughs>
3: you really You know how I want I, <laughs> I can't imagine I, you I, <laughs> I
1: watched this movie. It really fucked me up, dude. It really fucked me up. That's why I haven't heard from you. <laughs> Maybe. It put me in a weird mood. It really fucked me up. And you don't I, even got kids. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I can't watch this documentary. you know how I feel about kids. I can't watch this documentary. It f- should fuck me up. It'll fuck you up probably, you know. I, Tenfold. The, the point is that I'm sitting there watching this and it's like tears streaming down my face and it comes out of nowhere and you you never would think about that that would happen when you're watching because he's so clever at the way he does it and then when it happens, you're like, what the fuck? So this woman not only killed the father, you know, the son of these two people, but she also killed their second chance at happiness raising the most important person that they ever met raising the basically the the next closest thing his son you killed him too so then the father goes on and the father goes it's not over fuck (laughs) it's not over these parents are so strong it's unbelievable so the father is he basically lays it down like he's like we tried to we and they did like he, they do such a good job in showing you like step by step all the right things that they did they went above and beyond no other person would have done this would have never moved to Canada they didn't just move to Canada they did everything by the book everything there was not a there was n- nothing that they did that was even remotely out of place they did everything he's like we did it the right way we did through the courts. We did this. We did that, and Zachary still died. He's like the only way, because he's like we thought about taking him and and running. He's like, but Newfoundland's an extremely hard place to get out of. So you'd have to, you have to take a plane. Can't take a plane because you need passports. And then he's like, you, we could drive, but when you drive, you got to cross the border can't do that he's like we could charter a boat we could do that he's like but then when we're when we get wherever we need to go we'd have to all have new names we wouldn't be able to be who we are it'd be extremely hard to find work and you and the you know zachary would grow up in just a really shitty way he's like he's like we maybe could have did that but that was would have been a long shot he's like the only way that that boy would still be alive is if when the night my wife took her sleeping pill she takes a sleeping pill because she's been through so much i snuck out and i murdered that bitch and then i came home with him and she woke up and and they took me to prison because i'm guilty he's like but she would get custody of zachary he would still be alive i'd be in prison but i could live with that He's like, that's Jesus the only way Christ. he's like, I've, I've done it a million other ways. He's like, that's the only way. And then they, they the, the most fucked up part about it is they got, <clears throat> cause like it's weird over there. They call like things like magistrates and like they wear silly outfits over there.
3: Yeah. Just watch that Bourdain episode on it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, they're like really like, it's like powder wigs and shit. It's very strange. <laughs> it's peculiar. And he has this magistrate or judge or whatever do, like, a a whole entire review of it. And he basically says the same thing. He's like, that boy would still be alive if the justice system didn't fail. So then, basically, at the end of the movie, they basically become champions for bail reform in Canada. And, like, that becomes their whole thing. And then the mom has, like, this thing for situations like that where mothers aren't that aren't fit. To have You know All that shit And The father Like has a scholarship For Andrew And It's just so fucked up It really fucked me up
3: I don't give a fuck Who you are That judge Should be fucking Disbarred And kicked off The fucking stand It was two Both of them I don't give a fuck One of them was a woman Like are you fucking Kidding me I don't give a shit If it's a crime of passion This bitch Killed somebody Cold blooded and the worst part is, it was fucking, uh, what's the word? when it's, it's, pre-medi- it's premeditated.
1: Yeah, That's premeditated out. murder. And then on top of it, you had custody of a child. That's
3: what blows my mind. She committed premeditated murder, and they're like, hey, we'll give her the baby, eh? Like, what? It's
1: Canada, man. It's fucking
3: Canadian.
1: The Canada justice system set up like that, though. Because you know why? Shit like that doesn't happen in they Canada. They allow you to change your name. They allow you to do all that stuff, even if you're that's a felon. That's cause fucking Because their insane. whole thing is they they're trying to protect you. It's fucked up. It's it's. it's
3: fuck not it. fucked up. I like Canada. You know, they got a lot no. of good shit. The issue is that Canada. Watch fuck- that
1: movie and you're going to want to burn Canada to the <laughs> ground. Because when I tell you I was crying, I was fucking crying. And then when the movie was over, I sat there for like a good 30 minutes, like wiping away my tears, <laughs> literally going like this, man, that fucked me up. Like saying it out loud, like, man, that fucked me up. God, I was like, fuck man, Canada. Man, that fucked me up. <laughs>
3: holy shit i can't imagine like a six foot three dude like you just sitting in bed like crying
1: (laughs) bawling it was so (laughs) fucked up and it was one of those t it was one of those cries where you don't even know you're crying it's a sob where like it's just running down your face and you're just like oh and you're just just (laughs) i hate feeling it's like i did not expect that i thought it was just gonna be this movie about this bitch shirley and It's fucking depressing, bro. Thank God I didn't watch that. And then, so that finished, and then for some reason, I decided to watch another one that a lot of people suggested, and it's called Mommy Dead and Dearest. Yeah, this sounds just as fucked up. It's it's less fucked up and more weird and interesting. Mommy Dead and Dearest? Yeah, it's that story about that girl that had the, the Munchausen syndrome by proxy with the mother-
3: Is that the girl that her mom would beat her with the wire hangers and shit? They made a movie about it, Mommy Dearest?
1: It's called Mommy Dead and Dearest. It's a documentary. Maybe they made a movie. I don't fucking know. Is she an
3: actor, a famous Hollywood actor? No. Okay.
1: But... um, Actress? I I can't remember her name now. It's been forever. What the fuck is Munchausen syndrome? Munchausen syndrome is when you fake being sick basically for attention. And then Munchausen syndrome by proxy is basically... Uh, like a second party making you believe you're sick because they it it fulfills some sort of need within them so like a a good example of munchausen syndrome would be like ig models no munchausen (laughs) syndrome would be like maybe you're like a little maybe you're a kid and like your parents aren't giving you enough attention so you pretend you're sick so maybe they take care of you a little bit more certain people get addicted to that and becomes like basically like a sickness so they can't help themselves and Munchausen syndrome by proxy is basically the, a second party feeding into it, not feeding into it, making that person believe it, even though that person has no idea that that's going on. So you believe that that's what it is. So this girl uh, suffered from Munch- Munchausen syndrome by proxy because uh, her mother from a young age made her believe that she had all these problems. Her mother had the problems. Yes, and you find that out later in the documentary. But when it starts out, it, it paints the girl as the the villain. So it gives you kind of both sides of the coin. And uh, the mother raises this little girl. Uh, and basically, you know, she scams charities. They build the houses for them. They take them to Disneyland and shit. You know, shit that they do for sick people. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, real fucked up That's shit. what's up. So, they, you know, it's, she makes them believe that she has, like, muscle... Uh, uh, muscle... Dystrophy? Yeah. yeah so nice. she's in a wheelchair. She says that she's, you know, mentally retarded, that she has all these problems. <laughs> yeah, what a piece
3: of shit. She has
1: none of them. None of them. That's so fucked up, Not man. a single one. She gets a feeding tube put into her. Damn, she really believed this right shit. Right in here. No, it's not that she believed it. She just didn't know. And you could... She does, she she ends up interviewing it, like, midway through the movie. She, like, the girl that did it, she ends up get, getting on camera and interviewing it. And she's really gross looking, like, when you see her, like, in her... In her human form? No, 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 like, like in her, you know, <laughs> fucked up, like, this is what my mother's doing to me form. So when you see her, I guess, as normal as she could get, she's still weird looking. But you're like, okay. She's like, she cleans up like pretty decently. Like she's still like cross eyed and shit. But it's just it's it's just so shocking because you're used to looking at her this way, and then you see her and like she's just like as as normal as she could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it you know not to get too much into it, but she basically uh, convinces this guy who has who's on the spectrum has autism. Asperger's, multiple personality disorders. She basically convinces him to murder her mother. Holy fuck! Because uh, she can't take it anymore. What an evil bitch! Because there's this whole thing. Her mother mother would beat her. She snuck out once, and her mom handcuffed her to her bed. So it becomes more of an issue of: is this like kidnapping? Is this a crime? That the what the mother's doing to her. So what, what would you do if that wasn't your mother and it was an actual captive that was doing that to you? Would it be okay to murder them? Is it just because it's her mother that it's so shocking that she did that? So to make a long story short, she ends up only getting eight years for murder. It's amazing. The she didn't technically do it. She convinced someone to do it. I'm pretty sure that that guy that was extremely fucked up, I'm pretty sure he's going to be riding there for the rest of his life but it's weird cuz she, like she talks about like her sexuality and like discovering it and shit it's weird With the guy yeah it's very shit <laughs> cuz she talks like a little girl and shit she's actually like 23 he
3: was really good
1: it's very weird it's interesting you should watch it it's not nearly as impactful as a uh, as Dear Zachary but i find that really grotesque what do you mean like,
3: it's just disgusting. Like, this chick is just using and abusing people. And especially that guy, that poor guy. You know what I'm saying? The daughter? Yeah, she's sick. No. The mother's fucked up, too, but she's well, sick, Well, they too. make
1: a point to argue that it would be impossible. Her name's Gypsy. I just remembered it. <laughs> yeah. They say oh, it would man. be impossible for someone like Gypsy, who's raised by a mother whose entire life is based on deceiving and manipulating people for her not to even if it's subconsciously pick up how to manipulate people from her mother that's just something that you would just learn even if you don't know it you know what I mean? it makes sense psychology is so fascinating like how people come up with these diagnoses of like what's going on in your head like (laughs) it's like when the guy gets arrested he's in like He's in like the room and he's just like admitting to everything because he's just so stupid. And he's just like, you know, I have like, you know, I have like multiple personalities and like the cop has to like try to get as much information out. And she's like, a chick. And she's like, oh, oh, oh okay. Well, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, you know, I got like an evil side. <laughs> yeah, it's like really fucked up. And she's like, so did you want to, did you, did you want to rape the mother? And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, are you sure you didn't want to, like, have sex with her dead body? He's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but, like, you find out, like, he did. He did? Yeah, like, Gypsy, Gypsy mentioned that that he did. He had sex with a dead mother? No, that he wanted to. He wanted to rape her. Why? Because he's a fucked up, like, fucked up person. So she told him, because she felt, it's weird, because you don't know if you can believe her or not, but she said she felt so terrible that he murdered he was going to murder her mom that he basically made a deal with him that if you do this you know you can rape me don't rape my mom what the fuck so like you can, you know they were fucking and stuff like they fucked before but she's like you can rape me like whatever you know is is it rape (laughs) well she said she told him to stop so I guess when stop is thrown into that conversation then yeah it's rape so they didn't have sex he raped her that's what she says yeah she. That's, what, so that's actually the way she puts it she's like I said for him to stop and he kept going so yeah I consider that rape
3: okay yeah so he raped so some sick fucking individuals <laughs> it's an there. interesting
1: documentary I think you would like it it's just one of those things you put on it's just like huh like you tilt your head like a dog <laughs> You're like huh oh the mother huh oh, that's weird and, like, when the mom dies, they are interviewing... Wait, her. wait, wait. how did he kill her? We didn't get to stabbed that. Stabbed her. He stabbed her how many times? I
3: don't know, dude. Come on, man. You gotta uh, know these things. Nah, it's not
1: important. It's very important. Because it uh, shows how psychotic someone is. So, so they're interviewing her ex-husband and... Uh, Gypsies? It, no, the white... Or, no, I'm sorry. The yeah, no, no. No, ex-husband. No. Father. Oh, okay. Yeah, father and stepmother. They're interviewing them. And they're like, When when Gypsy's mother died, he's like, They called me up and asked if I wanted to do a memorial service. And he's like, Fuck no. <laughs> like, we don't have money for that. She's you know, they knew that she was evil because apparently the mother was taking care of her mother taking care but like poisoning her, not feeding her. So doing basically the shit that she would do to Gypsy, like down the road, she was doing to the mom. And then that mom actually died and a lot of people Basically blame Gypsy's mom for that. So when she died, they called up her father, uh, Gypsy's mother's father. And they're like, what do you want to do with the ashes? He's like, flush them down the toilet. Jesus Christ. Dude. No one wanted anything to do with that evil bitch. So that's what I did. Those are the documentaries I watch. Sounds uh, depressing as fuck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mommy did. Mommy didn't Wasn't nearly as disturbing, and it's still disturbing, I guess. But it, I didn't cry. "Dear Zachary," had me in tears.
3: "Dear Zachary" sounds fucked up. I don't think I could watch that.
1: Yeah. So if you're into um, crying, crying, and feeling, (laughs) watch "Dear Zachary." Be prepared. Maybe that is why you haven't heard from me. That's exactly (laughs) why I haven't heard from you. It all makes sense now. Yeah, it did put me in a weird place, man.
3: You always go fucking M.I.A. when you do shit like this. The Witcher, this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucked up documentary, man. So yeah, anything you want to add to that? Nah, man. I'm, that's pretty fucking disturbing. 40 minutes in? <laughs> about tw- you did go twenty minutes though. I think it was twenty minutes. I think so, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, probably. Well, probably twenty minutes from when I talked about Dear Zachary. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Fire Festival now. Oh my god.
2: We set out to build the festival site, and we quickly learned that the basic infrastructure in place here uh, was not what we were used to in the United States. For example, we had to install water and sewage ourselves. We bought an ambulance in New Jersey, drove it down to Florida, and took it over on a boat. We had to find planes who could fly all these passengers in from Miami to the island and painted it with the fire colors. It was trying to build a city from day one and that was a massive learning experience for us uh we got to a point that we were very excited about on wednesday night with how the two sites looked and we got hit by a big storm 4 a.m late wednesday night early thursday morning
0: lies this is the rumor report with angela yee
4: stupid shit uh, basically, things spiraled out of control when Billy McFarlane and Jaru, who were ja co-founders of Fire, actually tried to plan this huge concert in the Bahamas in Exuma, Great Exuma, and they just weren't prepared for the people that were supposed to come. It was a very high-end event. Uh, prices for these villas that the people were promised, and this luxurious event just uh, actually ended up being a disaster. For There's people a place who, in the Bahamas called Exuma. Great Exuma. Exuma, is an island. And he is said it was uh, Pablo. Yeah. I think he said Eczema. Pablo Escobar used to Eczema's own it. That's what Billy McFarlane was promoting
3: bitch. it at. So, as everybody Eczema. tried to go to
4: Fire Festival, things went left. And the people Sorry who were coming, working on bitch. the festival <laughs> from behind the scenes <laughs> talked about how they were running out of money and how it just wasn't possible to pull it off in the amount of time that they needed. In particular, one man, Andy King, he's an event production planner from New York, talked about how uh, Billy McFarlane, who was his boss, wanted him to get this. Oh,
3: I don't want to get to that part yet. Oh, that's the good part. That's the best part. Yeah, man, they would. But I'm like, for real, why Why are you care so much what the Dixie chicks say? It's not like they political scientists or nothing. They just bitches that can sing good. You know what I mean? Stop worshiping celebrities so much. Just don't, don't pay attention. I remember right around September 11th, uh, Ja Rule was on MTV. That's what they said. They said,
2: we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Ja's thoughts are on this tragedy
3: Who gives a fuck with Ja Rule thinks at a time like this, nigga, this is ridiculous I don't wanna dance, I'm scared to death I want some answers that Ja Rule might not have right now
2: <laughs> You
0: think when bad shit happens to me, I'll be in the crib like, oh my god, this is terrible Cause somebody, please find Ja Rule and get hold of this <laughs> motherfucker so I can make sense of all this Where is Ja? Where
4: is J? Oh,
3: fucking Eminem! All er, right, fucking Eminem. Because you're talking about Eminem, Dave Chappelle, Dave
1: Chappelle. Fuck. So, Hulu and Netflix have a documentary, both on Fire Festival. If you were not up to date on what Fire Festival was, it was basically a scam, the biggest scam of scams. <sighs> In essence, it kind of, it, it's kind of amazing what they. Uh, were able to pull off and taking advantage of what was popular in terms of like social media and you know perception and using all these Im- influencers, which I hate it and I hate also hate the word millennial. I hate all that shit. So the it it's basically the story of this guy who. I mean you watch the documentary yeah. like I said there's two documentaries one is on Netflix one is on Hulu I think the Netflix one is better is better but yeah. um, this guy basically starts out by making this uh like exclusive club called Magnesis and it's basically his it's basically like a frat for like douches who want to just have like a man club so it's basically like a card that gives you perks it's a scam it's a club or a card you said club i think it's a it's like a card that has rewards yeah there you go card so it that, but that's what it started out as it started out as like a he said he cut out sheet metal and took the magnetic strip off his debit card and put it on the sheet metal was like this looks cool He's like I took it down to like the convenience store and it worked. And it's like, okay, you fucking weirdo. So he made this card because the it all started because a lot of people like there's the American Express black card and stuff like that, that has like all it's these that all these yeah, all these benefits and shit. So he wanted to have a a card that was accessible to the you know, to the, not the average joe, but accessible to the to the people who are looking to get that but aren't at that black card level and he basically scams his way into the eyes of pretty much like celebrities and influencers like anyone you can think of was probably around this guy
3: yeah, he was pretty fucking high up there. I mean, he was he was a uh, he was t- rubbing elbows with some some high end investors, and celebs.
1: F- yeah, that's the funny thing. It's like, it's like everyone always tries to act like they had nothing to do with that shit, but they always are around those. people. Where the fuck is Ja Rule? That's what I want to know. That motherfucker went MIA when shit broke out. So if you don't want to watch an hour long documentary, both on Hulu and on Netflix, um, there's a really good video that I watched way before all this called his name's the internet historian search him on YouTube he did a fire festival video and it's very short it's like I think 11 minutes it does a very good job of explaining everything and it's like I said it's only 11 minutes but when the fire festival thing was happening I remember <laughs> when it was happening That's I remember when thing. it was happening too and I was like these people are dumb Why are I, they gonna go I remember two things I remember the fire festival subreddit that was a huge thing well out w- te- let me give some pretext here I really got into black people Twitter <laughs> there's a <laughs> subreddit called black people Twitter at that time I was really into it and they're really good at being in the moment for those things so when the fire festival was going down they had some real hot memes. <laughs> it was really funny. And then the other thing, and I forget the name of it, I can't remember. There was an orgy that was happening in Atlanta. Like a real or like a fuck orgy. <laughs> yeah, it, it it started out as a real thing, and then it just blew up and became like a meme, like fire festival. And they became like intertwined. Like they would always joke about it. So there'd be memes like, "What you're, what it's gonna feel like when you piss after the." atlanta orgy hashtag atlanta orgy there was a name i can't remember what it was but it was like this big orgy they were having in atlanta ew that's supposed to be like this huge thing and it'll get shut down before it even happened and i just remember fire festival and i remember the atlanta orgy (laughs) and it's all because of (laughs) black people twitter that's fucking disgusting yeah and uh there's the pictures of like the sandwich with the cheese slice, the infa- that's the infamous picture.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, where they got exposed or whatever for yeah. like the
1: high end meals. So <laughs> the problem with Fire Festival was it was a lot of people say oh it's all just for rich if you watch the documentary they explain it a lot better. But everyone thought it was like this place for just rich kids to go to. But when it first got announced, the problem was is that the prices were too low. They were selling VIP tickets for five hundred bucks for two weeks in the Bahamas, all expenses paid. Cheese sandwiches. Five. Well, it wasn't that at the time. (laughs) You were promised luxury villas, gourmet food, private jets, yachts. And it was when when companies do stuff like that, they do that just to raise like some initial capital capital. Some buzz. So when they're, when you get those early bird specials, you're paying for something that doesn't even exist yet. So you're basically giving them $500 for a product that doesn't even exist. So when you're giving them the $500, it's basically like a loan for them to create this experience. Why? Why? Why do people <laughs> believe this shit, though? But the, the thing was is that it wasn't just a fire. It wasn't supposed to be just a festival. It was something that was supposed to promote the app which app the fire app that's where the name comes from you watch the documentary I watched the documentary but I don't
3: think they they talked about they the did fire talk about it. And and the Netflix one
1: yeah and both of them the, uh-huh. there was an app called the fire app this is where the partnership with Jot Rule happened there was something that the I forget his name oh yeah yeah, yeah. I remember that what's bro. his I name that. I remember that who it's something McFarlane
3: Billy McFarlane mm. Billy
1: McFarlane is that his name yeah uh he was trying to do something and he was trying to get in contact with Ja Rule. So he tried booking Ja Rule and like he, something, it was like a guy who knew a guy gave Ja Rule the, the like offer to promote or be at Billy's party or whatever it is. And Ja Rule was offended at the offer and thought it was too low. So basically they created this thing where you could book celebrities that you, you would normally not have the channels to book. Usually the lower tier. <laughs> it's like if you want to book Jaw Rule. See celebs. You know what I mean? It's like a Tinder app for celebrities to show <laughs> up at your, you know, birthday party or Sweet 16 or something like that. <laughs> to perform. It's just an easier way for artists to make some quick, quick cash on a weekend. They're not doing anything. So that's where their business you know started from and then the fire festival was created to promote that app that was the whole point of that festival yeah i remember that because they interviewed the guy who created the app as well yeah and then when the fire festival happened and it basically started to just go down in flames the people on the fire app side wanted to disassociate themselves from the fire festival side rightfully so so you know uh when you're paying for early bird specials you're basically giving them money to basically create like promotional material so those fancy videos that you see all those supermodels dancing and frolicking gorgeous gorgeous women
3: they said that that was the fire island like that one day when they did that shoot for all that shit that
1: was well it wasn't an island owned by Pablo Escobar oh
3: no 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 I'm saying I'm saying like that... that was the island no 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 I mean like that event that happened where they took the
1: models, that was literally the event of Fire Island. Yeah, because up. there was no, there was like no production, there was nothing laid out, there was no plans. It was literally a party, and cameras filmed it. So it was a yeah. party with gorgeous women, and if you look at the men, they're all like kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. They don't look like they belong. Jawru was a creep too. At one point, he's in the, he's in the fucking hot tub, and he's like, "Come on, take it off, yeah, take it off." There's another part where he's like. Where he tells her to do something, and she and like one of the girls is like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> She's like, "No." He's like, "Come on, just do it." <laughs> yeah. No, that was a creep. Yeah, for I mean, slime. you look at that video, and you're just like, "I can see." Yeah, if you're a loser, I can I see can the appeal. See that and so most of, I would say probably most of you that are listening to this probably already know about the Fire Festival, but. Uh, what a lot of people point out is, they point out the fact that places like Burning Man, places like I would love to do Burning Man. That's so fucking cool. Places like Woodstock, it was never promoted as like this luxury thing. It was just dirt and porta potties. Yeah, and that's why they worked because there weren't expectations. No, just upfront. There, there was, was no luxury no promises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where this thing failed. The, the, the issue
3: is they promised too much, and then they fucking fell short on capital. And, and they, prom- Which makes no sense, because they got so much fucking money, and I don't understand. They got tons. No, they got short-term loans. Yeah, but they had a shit ton of money, because not only were they getting the loans from investors, they were also getting the money from the fucking idiots that's, that were buying bungalows that's, and shit.
1: But that's what that was going towards, because those short-term loans had to be paid within the short term loans were like ridiculous short term like two weeks three weeks after the loans made so when when they they kept putting up new things like bungalows and yachts to pay for the short term loans so then they could last a little bit longer to get to the festival so they did those bracelets they did all that shit yeah to pay for the short term loans I love how he's just firing people too he's like
3: yeah we can't invent these these electronic bracelets he's like "All right." You guys are done. We'll find out. Yeah, because he's
1: like, we don't focus on problems here. We focus on solutions. (laughs) He's like, you're so delusional, it's not even funny. He's just a con artist. One of the best. I forget where I was going. I was going somewhere good. Sorry. I can't remember now. You're talking about fucking jaw. (laughs) No, that's not what I was talking about. I really can't remember now. Uh, Oh, no. If if they started out by just saying, you're going to be in FEMA tents, but <laughs> there's people that would have been okay with that <laughs> some people and if you really look at like i look at it from a different standpoint where it's like yeah it's really easy to be like oh this is fucking stupid it's in the parking lot of a hood. but if you clean that place up like they were trying to do you could have made that look real nice not even all you would
3: have had to paint a picture of it is you should they shouldn't have called it the fire island event fuck that they should have called it survival man No. Hell yeah. You have survival because then it takes the element of of fucking classy away. Survival you know what you're getting into.
1: But there's people that would have been cool with staying in the FEMA tents. The problem was they didn't have a correct system to divvy them out without it turning into Lord of the Flies. But also the beds got wet. So you'd have to do, you'd have to do some, some system where they're numbered. You, You know, you'd have to, it wasn't... It, there was too little time. and there was too many people, though, as also. He was hiring, like... He hired, like, the whole entire, like, island. Yeah, the Bahamians. Didn't, didn't pay them anything. Bro, they were gonna kill motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just so That crazy. one guy was like,
3: I jumped in the back of the car, and I just laid
1: down. Yeah, so... <laughs> at the end, he, he, he gets charged for... Uh, defrauding investors. So he doesn't even get... He's not even in trouble for the, for the event or any of that. He's in trouble for defrauding investors because he was basically forging documents. Isn't it weird how white collar crime works? But see, here's the thing: is now he's banned from ever being basic, basically ever being in in, in business. And then he got himself in trouble because afterwards, so he tried
3: to fucking yeah, he restart this NYC
1: camera. VIP thing. Fuck Wait, She it? Yeah. took all the e- all the people that were basically gullible losers that paid for the fire festival. He he got the email list for them and basically came up with a scam where, well, if they fell for that, then they'll fall for this and he got one of his buddies to basically be, be the face of it and he would basically cold call these people and they wouldn't know it was Billy because it would be him, but Billy was giving him a script to read off of. So like dude, you just got so caught we, for frauding. Why that's, would you do but it again? That's when he went when he went when he got caught for that. That's when he got sentenced to. He can never hold any sort of executive. Oh, he like literally is banned he legally. Can't, he can't own a business and he can't be in any form of like association. Upper tier, like he can't be COO. He can't be CEO. He can't be any of that. Like the most he could be is that Ill- legal. Dude, when you're doing what he doing, yeah, but dude, this you fuck, have look to, at Wall Street. there's a yeah, bunch of fucking crooks every day. Yeah, but you have to prevent someone like him from just continuously doing it. They do it every day on Wall Street, the though. thing that they like to point out is someone like that is always coming up with the next scam.
3: Oh, 100%.
1: So someone like him belongs in prison.
3: Someone like him needs to work for the FBI.
1: No. I sincerely believe he's a really dumb guy. No. He's a really dumb guy with a silver tongue. <sighs> no, nah, I, I disagree. It's very easy... It's very easy to navigate the sharks if you know
3: how to do it. I think I think he's a very calculated man. I won't call him smart.
1: Like, that's what The Great Gatsby's all about. Great Gatsby's all about this. I've never read that book. Uh, the he, Gatsby was basically like a nobody. And he met this guy who basically showed him how to act and be what he portrays himself as. That sophisticated comes from money you can talk your way into getting money when you act like that when you present yourself like that it's like in um catch me if you can fuck that's my model of life when yeah fake it till you make it that's the easiest thing goddamn right applies to anything lie to win um (laughs) christopher walken's character when he has his son pretend that he's like the driver yeah, so yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's what that type of thing is. I think that's who he is. They're smart people though. I don't think they're smart. Of course they're they just fucking
3: catch me if you can, he's a genius. Now well Gatsby, that's different. He's, he's not
1: him and he's not Gatsby. Those were just sort of examples I was trying <sighs> I'm just to... saying though.
3: I think to do something like this on the scale he did it
1: No. He 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 would have been a genius if it succeeded Too true, true, true. So I mean, he has money stashed away God knows where, so yeah, he'll he be fine for the rest of his life. How long is he going to jail for, though? Eight, eight years prison, and maybe more. When that motherfucker comes out, he's hitting that Panama money. But the most important part of the documentary, I'm sitting there, and watching it, and it's like stuff I already know, and then it just screeches to a grinding halt <laughs> when we get to this part.
2: I'm not gonna talk about that. (laughs) Let me tell you something. We had four containers filled, four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. But I had left the week before for two days to go to meetings in Bermuda for the America's Cup. And when I came back, I'd missed the big meeting with Customs. And of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. I went down. Well, Billy called me, I'm gonna speak completely. Um, You know, this won't go that far, I'm sure, but Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. And I said, oh my gosh, I've been taking something for the team every day. He said, well, you're our wonderful gay leader and we need you to go down. Will you suck dick to fix this water problem? And I said, Billy, what? He said, Andy, If you will go down and suck Cunningham's dick, who's the head of uh, customs, and get him to clear all of the containers with water, you will save this festival. And I literally drove home, took a shower, I, 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 I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really, and I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. And I got to his office fully prepared to suck his dick. But he couldn't have been nicer, and he's like, "Andy, listen, I will release all the water. I will let you serve it, but I want to want to be one of the first people to be paid this import fee for what you're doing." And I said, "Okay, great." And I got back, and I had all the water that we needed. <laughs> Can you?
3: First off, let me just say this: literally grinding halt when that happened. I'm like, "What?" Let me just say this. That is fucking dedication. That's a guy you need to have on your fucking team.
1: Part of it seems so extreme that it that seems like a fake story. Nah, nah. It's. It reminds me of that Chappelle thing when he when uh, what is it? Who is it? Uh, Bush is is sucking that, and he's like, <laughs> Mr. no, 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 let him finish. Mister President, <laughs> Mr. President
3: huh. stop sucking the ambassador's cock. <laughs> No, 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 no. did not finish. Seriously, though. That's a fucking guy you want on your team. Some dude's willing to suck dick to make something happen. That's that's a dude that you need at your side. It, just it not below. literally came
1: out of nowhere. Dude, when I heard that, I was like, when I, when I first saw that that's scene, I was like- That's the funny thing. That's all, all anyone talks about in the documentary. Because <laughs> no one knew that part.
3: Because that shit was just- That was like a back office fucking negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Like They have, t- they have two- Trucks of our water. <laughs> There's only one way to get it. <laughs> Gotta take one for the team. It would have been better if he did it. Yeah. Would have been a better story. If he what if it. he
3: did do it? He's just not telling you he did it.
1: Hey, I don't understand the documentary. He's like, well, you know, and I uh, this obviously won't get very far. It's like, what are you? talking you about you're saying it on a netflix documentary where millions of people are gonna watch it now that's all you are remembered as is the guy that was gonna suck dick for water trucks
3: <laughs> you can never he, he's never gonna work in the marketing again be, i don't know i'd hire him are you are you think that that's commitment i would hire him. we need that guy on our team yeah <laughs> you kidding me this guy can make no, a deal he's, happen
1: he's somebody he's successful he's he's done things before that's why billy brought him in oh i'm sure and now I, don't, he's even I, don't remember, well. I don't remember what he did, but he he was a part of a lot of different things. I think he said he was getting ready to retire, but Billy asked him to do this one last project with him. We need to get him to market our show. This guy's want to suck dick for us. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't want. I don't know if I want uh, my show associated with the <laughs> <laughs> the Fire Island dude. <laughs> yeah man i'm out here sucking dick for you (laughs) i didn't ask for that guys i I closed a solid deal for you (laughs) it's nasty so yeah i mean watch the documentaries uh it's i could see them making like you know they did the wolf of wall street oh hell yeah yeah i could see them doing some sort of and leo's gonna play billy he doesn't need to play all of them, okay? They could scoop someone else that job. Leo is fucking amazing, bro. He's doing that new Tarantino movie. Which one? It's the one with uh, the Manson family. It's based in the Manson family. Is it like a joke or is it like real, for real? I don't know. It's a Tarantino film. All he says is that I think Sharon Tate's in it. Margot Robbie plays her. I think she Sharon Tate. I don't think anyone plays Charlie Manson. It's not Leo. I don't think much has been released about it to begin with. Tarantino's fucking fantastic. You guys still haven't watched the Hateful Eight. I keep falling
3: asleep during it. I don't every know time, how? every you know, you know where I keep Skip falling to asleep. To the point
1: where they get to the cabin.
3: Uh, that's why I keep falling asleep. They get to the cabin and I fall asleep. So good. You know what's cool though? The guy from uh, um, he always picks the same people to be in his movies. The guy from. Um, so what's the Reservoir Dogs is in it? The fucking snitch cop? He's, I, he was the one of the dudes
1: that's sitting in there. I was like, oh shit, he's in it. Yeah, there's a part in it where Kurt Russell smashes a guitar and she's playing a guitar. I believe it was like a guitar from some really prestigious museum or something like that. And it was supposed to only be used basically for beauty shots. But, like, Kurt Russell didn't know that, so he smashed the guitar. So that that company or museum no longer gives any of their things for movies anymore. <laughs> and it was, like, super, super rare. It wasn't even, like, about money. It was just about, like, what it was and where it came from. Holy and fuck. It, and, and he kept it in the movie. Her actual reaction is the reaction because she knew that that was the, they call it, like, the hero prom. Yeah. That was the hero prop. Damn, Kurt Russell smashes that shit. Carl said, "Didn't give a fuck." So she's like, "No!" And she like breaks character and everything. And he kept it in the movie. I love Tarantino because he you gotta does watch shit like that, that movie. You gotta watch that. Movie. I'm gonna finish it tonight. Don't worry. I love Tarantino because he
3: does that man. Like like I always bring the scene up when Leo breaks his hand on the glass and fucking uh, Django. Uh, Django, man, like that is the, one of the most fucking sickest method acting moments ever. Like yeah, oh my god, go he fucking kills it. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Bring a pony upstairs to polish his pole. You know, me and him were born the same day, November 11th, baby. Uh, all right, Scorpio.
1: So yeah.
3: Uh, anything <laughs> else? No nah, man, that's pretty fucking sick though. That Fire Island shit. It's uh, is it Fire Island? Am I saying it right? I think Fire Island. Fire like, Island, Fire Festival, Fire like Festival. Because I think Fire Island. No, nah, it's Governor Island in New York. Never mind. No, I think that's what they called it, Fire Island. No, no, no! But there's like a, I think there's like a gay event that happens on Governor Island in New York, and they call it like Fire Island too. I think
1: wouldn't Cor- wouldn't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah, anyone gay out there? Correct him if he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or who goes to that event? You see that James Gunn's directing uh, Suicide Squad? Why? Let it die. No, he's gonna kill it. Suicide Squad is. Uh, he's gonna kill it. It's Watch. Trash. Watch. Everyone's gonna talk about it. Guarantee you. But
3: it's dead. like, how are you gonna redo it? It's it was garbage to begin with. Here's
1: what I think they're gonna do: they're obviously keeping Margot Robbie as Harley. Oh yeah. My they're more than likely keeping Will Smith as Deadshot, and everyone else is gone. You think so? One hundred percent. You think no?
3: That's a good question. You think so they keep the
1: Joker? No, because I think uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin Joker. I think is gonna. Is gonna become like the Joker everyone wants, and I think it's gonna be too difficult for them to ignore that. I you, think you, it's really, gonna, you really think so. You think it's gonna take I over? I think it's gonna be something really special and different.
3: I anyone else because he's not
1: portraying it as the traditional Joker that you see. It's some very weird different version, and that's what you need.
3: Like like anyone else playing the Joker, I feel, I feel like he is a perfect Joker. He's a fucking lunatic. He's going to do
1: a great job. He's a lunatic. He's just a great actor. So. But I'm saying he's also crazy, though. You need someone crazy to play that role. And I think they're so... They're so... Like, DC's so not concerned with that movie because they're trying to get their shit together over here, that they're just letting them do whatever they want over there. Give Kevin Foggy the and reins. And I think that's going to be, like, amazing and then they're going to be like oh, 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 come over here. <laughs> hey, walking. But they're doing uh they're doing birds of prey. What the fuck is that? Oh wait, Harley Quinn and like a bunch of other fucking people. I am a firm uh advocate for Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I think she does a fantastic job. She's great. She's great. I think she's probably the only like when they announced that casting, I was like Oh yeah Cause I saw her On Wolf and Wall Street And she has that Like Staten Island yeah. Dirty accent I'm like yeah That could work Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Whatever it is mm-hmm. Same shit The Duchess
3: of Bay Ridge mm. She was so hot In that movie She's still hot God I
1: love my Goddess In in oh, human form. <laughs> my chair just popped.
3: I thought you were going to go down uh,
1: I don't know what that was That would have been live too <laughs> oh. oh, My back Just cut all that But yeah I'm looking forward to that Joker movie I think it's going to be something special A
3: lot of it was filmed in, uh, in uh, Jersey City And over there I think in Newark a little bit too I think Alex actually was on the set for some of the He has some shots being on set and then Ben Affleck's gone. Oh, but he was done, though. He, he's he been done. He called out. They officially confirmed it. He needs to be done. He needs to fucking stop drinking.
1: Let him do whatever he wants. Fucking drunk-ass Batman. He can be he can be whatever he wants. You just can't be Batman because you suck at it. And I, get, I put so much fucking faith you in wanna you, Ben. You want to go be a drunk? Go be a drunk, dude. Live your life, man. I put so much fucking faith in you,
3: Ben. You dis a fucking point at me.
1: No, he probably would have been fine if anyone else was directing it. Yo, what's up with Zack Snyder, man? I don't know, he's doing some Netflix movie now. It's going to be terrible.
3: He made Dawn of the Dead, and I love that movie. It's a long time ago. I know. it's 2004. And then after that, it was just fucking t- bombs over Baghdad,
1: bro. It's been a shit show over there. And then I heard uh, Glass wasn't that good. No, don't say that. I want to spoil it for you. You saw it already? How do you know? No, I just watched someone review it. Shh. Do you want me to spoil it? No. I'm going to spoil it. What the fuck, man? Should I do it? All right. They all die. Really? That's the twist, yeah. But You can't kill Bruce Willis. They all die. But you can't kill Bruce Willis. The James McAvoy, Samuel Jackson, and Bruce Willis's characters, they all die. The twist is they turn to the side people and they become the main characters. It's good,
3: right? It's what you want to watch that movie for, right? I hope that that's a fucking line they reshoot.
1: What do you mean? That's, that's it. It's over. They're not doing any more of those Yo, movies.
3: fuck you, M. Night Shyamalan.
1: I'm sick of your fucking movies. <laughs> movies are trash. The music's really
3: good for the trailer, though. Man, fuck the that. The main music's really good, I'm actually. Over. I'm over M. Night Shyamalan disappointing me. When's the last time he made a good fucking movie? Think about that. It's a twist. He he ruined The Last Airbender. He fucking ruined... Actually, I kind of like The Last Airbender a little bit. Yeah, you're the only one on this planet, buddy. A little bit I only like it Because it's live action It's the only one no, A it. lot of people
1: hate that Because it's an Asian thing And they don't cast Asian actors That kid wasn't Asian?
3: I don't it's,
1: been, I don't it's been a long time, time the Since the seen that was. movie Look like Caillou <laughs> <laughs> Like someone drew A fucking arrow On Caillou. Caillou's
4: head
1: <laughs> Isn't it sad That I know more about Caillou Than I know about The Last Airbender You don't know The Last Airbender Dude, that was like My show I Don't get involved In that shit Damn man <laughs> you just shit on a lot of people's hearts <laughs> Damn, I don't have anything to do with it I don't have anything to say I just think he looks like
3: Caillou Apparently they're making a new uh, animated uh, Batman Beyond movie Which is pretty sick
1: Yeah we'll see I fucking the love it I want them to do um, a Live action Batman Live movie. action Bring Michael Keaton as the old one That would be cool That would be nutty
3: I love Batman Beyond Like I, That was my yeah, it's show It's a good series yeah. All
1: those um, cartoons are good
3: yeah, even the Batman animated series was really good.
1: Batman animated series is like the ch- cherished gold. They just released everything on Blu-ray, yeah. remastered. I got it. Nah, I don't think I have the
3: remastered version. Definitely don't have it. But I got it though. I got it all.
1: I've been playing Kingdom Hearts three. Have you?
3: How's that? I've heard. I've heard the reviews are pretty pretty good. Yeah, I love it. A lot of people, what'd you guys wait like thirteen years to play that fucking game? You saps.
1: I didn't wait. It with like Bated breath for it But I wonder how many people Held their breaths And died It's very fun Is it? Yeah it's very fun Is it visually
3: pleasing? It's
1: amazing Like yeah. it's crazy The animation for it Some of the worlds That they go in It looks like The movie Yeah Tangled looks like Tangled the movie And surprisingly I had a great time In that world like when I saw it and I was going to it, I was like, man, I want to fucking fucking tangled ass fucking world. And I was like, I don't know, nothing. I didn't even see the movie. Never seen the movie. <laughs> now you're gonna watch it. So I fucking get there and I'm like, man, this fucking stupid, this fucking princess shit. And then I like am playing it. And I'm like, man, it's fucking awesome. Man. <laughs> it's really good. I want to see the monsters. Toy Story is good. Surprisingly, Monster Inc. World is fun. Yeah. I think the people who impersonate the voices are very good at it and it looks great just wasn't that fun that's disappointing the most fun I think I had were the Toy Story one I'm still I'm only like 10 hours in Toy Story and um,
3: uh, Tangled I'm, the only two games I'm waiting for right now are Anthem and that uh, that
1: other game. Uh, Anthem is gonna be garbage. I don't know why you're waiting for that. Because I have hope. The demo literally was like everyone. Play, you played the demo. Everyone's like, oh, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we're not gonna get this. Then. Oh, this is a piece of shit. First of all, it's EA. Ah, yeah, that's right. Second I of forgot. all, the demo shows you that it's. A piece I, didn't, of I, didn't, shit. I didn't play it. You couldn't play it. Really. Yeah, they couldn't get in. They crashed. All right. Well, I'm not buying that. Out. They couldn't join. Not buying that game. I am
3: gonna. I am gonna get Last uh, Days Gone though, and that comes out in April. Yeah, I'm gonna get that too. But That's gonna be
1: fucking awesome. We're gonna talk about that on an actual episode with The Last of Us, so we can not get it. We're mixing this. it with The Last of Us. Yeah, Last of Us is gonna be the main topic, but we're obviously gonna bring up Days Gone. Those don't go hand in hand. Yeah, they do because one's going to be the gold standard and one's going to be the imitation. Take Last a of Us
3: is its own game.
1: Listen, Dave is its own game.
3: God, episode. I'm already getting fucking tight about this episode. <laughs> episode. Uh, next episode. Blah, blah blah. Yeah, all right. Next episode. Next we'll episode see. is
1: gonna be something else. <laughs> now nah, we're gonna do it eventually.
3: Now nah, we should do it around the period though, so it fits.
1: Nah, because I want to talk about it ultimately what it comes down to. And then when it
3: comes out, we're going to be like, so what do you think? <sighs>
1: it's going to be amazing. Did they give a uh, release
3: date for Last of Us yet or no?
1: I think April. No.
3: It's that soon? No, I don't think no, it, it is. No, no it has got to be like October they or something.
1: They didn't even release a release date for it. No. Oh. I'm thinking of Days Gone. Days Gone is April. Yeah, Days Gone oh, is March. coming out in April. March or April.
3: That's going to be fucking fun.
1: Hopefully. What are, you, what are your doubts about this game? Because the people who made it, the last game they made was Bug, Bubsy 3D. So what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> the last game they
3: made. What the fuck is Bubsy 3D? I've never seen it. Look up
1: Bubsy 3D on YouTube. That's the last game they made. And then they made, I think, some PSP siphon filter games.
3: Ugh, come on man with last of us launch in late 2019 but 2020 it's release. more
1: than likely gonna be a cross platform title what it's gonna probably last of us yeah it's probably it's ps4 exclusive can you let me finish there's no way can you I, let me finish i don't, don't want to hear it it's gonna be a ps5 launch and a ps4 launch a ps5 launch if you let me fucking finish yeah because it's so late in the life cycle that yes, I can see it. Just how like, long has the PS Four been out? Four years, five. It's at its end now. Because when Last of Us One came out, it came out on the PS Three remastered. Though it wasn't, it wasn't the yet. remastered yeah, yeah, yeah. came out on PS Four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what that's gonna be. And if you look at it, it looks too much for the base.
3: Yeah, the processor
1: definitely can't handle it. It's it can, but there's gonna be it's gonna the be like gonna it's gonna be like <laughs> The Last of Us on PS3. You're gonna hear your PS4 like... I mean like when she's pushing her face off the ground, her nose smushes and stuff. There's just the tech is just too seems like it's too like ahead of its time. What was the game? Bubsy three D Bubsy three D. Bubsy. They're the creators of Bubsy.
3: I don't know what the fuck Bubsy is Bubsy is like uh, The worst games ever made It's like Is it this game Where you like Make shit right here No Bubsy 3D is the single most reviled <laughs> video game on planet Earth, and yet right on the cover art of the game, there is a gigantic golden award from PlayStation Extreme Magazine. This is the kind of review that sends massive video reverberations game down the legacy of games journalism. Even today, I feel like nearly all the animosity towards critics can be traced back Damn, to this one six. guy's review for Bubsy 3D. And there you have it. Beautiful graphics, great tunes, and Solid gameplay and surprisingly <laughs> deep, thoughtful this, gameplay. This and is the makers of no days gone. Long, So that's how that's the last that's game? That's PlayStation
1: they made? One, but they also made like a remastered version. All right, but what games have they made since then? The, the last games that they made, like I said, were like PSP Siphon Filter games. They've never made like a next generation game. So, so they never even made a previous generation game. They made PSP and Vita titles. So here's my thing.
3: You're right. This game could be absolutely trash. There's only... But if they succeed, will you
1: give them the credit they deserve? Of course, because I'm buying the fucking game. I'm buying the game based off the fact that I like what I see. That should be enough. If the game's not good, then that's their fault. I just like the mass horde. No game's ever done that in the zombies, genre. No, it's just No, it's just, it's pulling on the thing, but... It's pulling on my zombie heartstrings. You know. We're getting into it. I'm going to leave it on this, and it's going to sound a little fucked up, but for some reason, the character miles look like they have Down syndrome, and I don't know why. Like uh, like the up-close facial? Yeah, they're like right? s- fucking smushed in. They look weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're fucked up. They do. That's the first thing I noticed. But they, they've been delayed tw- two or three times, so they've had time to cook, and I think Sony made them do that. See, but I like that, though. Stop talking about this. <sighs> so that was episode... 16 yeah, yeah last one was 15 yeah, yeah 16, 16 that was episode 16 <sighs> God damn it. fire festival some documentaries sucking dick for water new things are coming new things are on the horizon get ready for the pictures New York City here we come new equipment join our Patreon patreon.com slash Taming the Wolf show follow us on IG IG, Taming the Wolf Show, Twitter, Taming the Wolf 18, email Show at gmail.com. We are currently booking guests. If you're an artist, musician, comedian, interesting, creative, and not just some person, email us. If you have a story to tell, come tell it. I'm interested. Skype, probably no. Unless you're, you know, important, then yes. Define important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Bobby Lee. Jesus, aim high. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's debatable, but yeah, it's high, I guess. Fucking Bobby Lee. Uh, I think that's tamingthoseshow Every Monday nine AM, except last week. We explain why we don't. Explain gotta, why I'm just saying. I think that's it. Anything Do you want to plug or? Nah, man. I think. Uh, I, feel I feel like I'm missing something.
3: I feel like you are. I need. Um. Don't forget my fucking stickers for
1: terminal. I'm gonna get. You, I'm. We're getting stickers, right? Be quiet. All right. We Look, get the fucking stickers. Make sure they have the websites on them. You want to go buy stickers? There's stickers. There's a fucking site to buy stickers. Go to Tame of the TamingTheWolfShow.com. <laughs> slash store. <laughs> Click slash on the fucking st- button and go to the fucking T Public site. Go buy stickers. Buy stickers
3: and fucking slap them around and take pictures.
1: That's what we want. Yeah. That's what we want from you. Our followers. But definitely, uh, definitely have to start thinking about guests. Man. It's not going to be every week. Thing. Fuck the guests. It'll be like once a month.
3: Episode 40.
1: I'm
3: going to get fucking Joe you have to Start
1: thinking of it. <laughs> not saying we're doing it now. <clears throat> I know, I know. Just start thinking about booking them.
3: We'll see, we'll see. We gotta find something interesting. Doesn't even need to be interesting.
1: Could be an open mic or... Yeah, could but be... I don't want some fucking dude to sit there and he's just quiet and shit. Me That's and your... the problem. Because that... if that happens, then I'm just gonna tell him, like, yo, this is an airing. Yeah. <laughs> and you <he> just <laughs> wasted two hours of my time. Here's your gas money, motherfucker. So there's a level of um, screening... You know what I mean? Hey, you gotta take a picture of your balls. I mean, it's gonna probably fall on you more than, than me. Don't worry about it. It's gonna come up to you basically Gone. what about this? And then I'm gonna probably say yes or no. That's probably what's gonna come down to.
3: Alright. Well, I have to do that amongst other things that I need to start looking into more hardcore. The guests right now, in my opinion, no, no disrespect, are at the, the bottom of my list.
1: Yeah, but they're still on the back of my head, so...
3: They're there. They're there. But there's, there's other things I need to put forward before that, though. Join a fucking Patreon. Yeah, join a Patreon. Join us. Follow us on fucking IG. If you're not going to fucking support us there. That's where That's where we want our love.
1: Yeah, or Patreon. Or Dollar. Patreon. There's tiers. There's different tiers, different things. If, if people join Patreon, they're going to be Patreon-only episodes, Patreon-only things. Where are we on Manifest? <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Script in the work. I feel like manifest should only happen if there's enough interest in manifest.
3: There's interest in manifest. You gotta, you gotta build interest, and you gotta. I'm also
1: stuff. scared of delving deep in there and worried about not being able to get the fuck out. Cause there's things on manifest that are gonna be super fucked up and hardcore. Yeah. So easy. I like that shit though. But I've also sort of noticed that there's a really heavy presence for true crime, but there's not a lot of presence for paranormal. Paranormal gets its fucking moves, though. Not that much, and there's not that. There's like no quality standard there for paranormal. There's (laughs) a lot of guys that are just like, there's ghosts. (laughs) I saw one.
3: (laughs) The issue is, is that. (laughs) <laughs> I saw one. I'm recording this on my phone.
1: <gasps> Someone touched me. Yeah, that's
3: what it is. But it, the thing is, people, people, it's it's Netflix and all those motherfuckers with these with these documentaries in real
1: life. People like that real life shit. We're not competing with Netflix. Fuck this, Netflix. This is a podcast manifest as a miniseries podcast. We're not competing with Netflix. It's not a video platform. I'm just saying. The majority of the people that listen to podcasts are either driving or they're like at work driving a fucking high-low or doing something along those lines or you're on a run or a hike. <laughs> I thought you meant like running from the cops. I was like, that's pretty We're awesome. running from the cops. You can listen to the Tame of the Wolf show while you're running from the cops. That's cool. Just don't the tell cops me. could play it while they're running after you. I'm with that. It's more views. So, more listens, I should say. I think I'm going to start trying to keep them around an hour. The shows? Yeah, we've been we've been pushing it. little further than an hour i think an hour is the sweet spot we think think specials is the only time we should be touching two hours yeah but
3: we've always been doing the fucking hour and a half shit i mean i don't mind breaking it down we just gotta fucking we have to
1: pick well like i said there's gonna be times where you know we're gonna be doing back-to-backs so if we do back-to-backs we can't do two hour back-to-backs for an hour and a half back-to-backs they're gonna be an hour and I think an hour is a sweet spot because I feel like there's a lot of people that have an hour to kill. I don't feel like there's a lot of people that have two hours to kill. Yeah, but people break it down to pieces. That's true. All right, so that was uh, that was episode sixteen. We'll fucking see you next week. Later, bitches. Cut it. <laughs>
0: We'll know.